We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. So I hung out with some second graders, and I played Connect Four with a second grader who beat me. I feel like a second grader and an adult is a good matchup in Connect Four. I, that's why I'm going to say that now, maybe because <laughs> I lost to a kid who's seven. It's Mike Shope. This kid, and I beat him one time, and then we played, and it wasn't like I was just sitting there all day staring at the board, right? <laughs> I mean, there's no excuse, though. There's no excuse for losing to a seven-year-old at Connect Four. And the Bulldog. He had me three different ways at the end, and twice he missed the winning play yeah and then a third time he had another like three turns in a row he had a winning play and like how, how bad a job is that for me how, how bad a job is it in connect four you had three match points in connect four <laughs> he had three match points <laughs> it's mike shope and the bulldog the second time i'm like i'm i'm surprised you didn't see that and i'm sort of giving it to him and then i make my play and like oh, he's got another one <laughs> I didn't see that at all. On WGR Sports Radio 550. This uh, young man and my son will be going to high school together next year. <laughs> they play baseball as uh, opponents. It's that's <laughs> all right. That is seven, six years ago. That one ish. All right. Yes. High school. Yep. <laughs> so I took Bulldog on a little bit of a drive at the beginning today, like. So the Sabres are playing Anaheim. What do you think of when you think of Anaheim? You Bulldogs said Chris Pronger, but like that's the 07 team. I know he was very fond of that team and also scared of them mm-hmm. for the Sabres. That came to fruition, and he has said many times about how he didn't enjoy that great regular season as much as he should have. You're here. I know you're, I'm talking about you, but I know you're you're there. I can hear you laughing. And um, I think that that's a sort of a common thing. Like, the Sabres have never won the Stanley Cup. 2006, we felt like they got robbed. And then 2007, we were a little bit numb. Like, are they okay? And friends, I mean, is that not the last two Bills years? Like, last year, they didn't get robbed exactly. But the Sabres, what does that mean? They had injuries against Carolina. Right. What does it mean for the Bills? 13 seconds. You had the Chiefs beat, yeah, and you, great, you messed it up. It's great to look at. Is that it, hopefully it's not the best look you're going to get. You're going to hope to get another a, a better look. But but yeah. you said, you said and more you than me, like you were the one who always made this point, that night and all the time since, you just have to hope yeah. that that wasn't your time. 
Like, yeah. th- that game in Kansas City, that that wasn't your time, and that would have been exactly how we felt about the Sabres in, coming out of 2006. Sure, yep. they'll have a great roster. You know, you're with the Bills a year ago. We're like, what do they even need in the draft? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the, the guys, we've, we've talked to enough of those guys that were a part of that team, that Sabres team, and I, I feel like the sentiment that they all feel like, if, if, if I don't know, did any of those guys go on to win somewhere else? Um, whatever, the majority of them didn't. And like that's the that's that's the year. Even more, you know, if if guys were here, and a lot of them were for both years, they'll tell you that Carolina year oh five oh six, so the oh six playoffs that that was that was our year, and the injuries took them you know took them out of it, and that is thirteen seconds I I think right now, um, and what you hope is that it's not gonna you know end up being the thing that in ten or fifteen years guys on that team are going yeah that was our year that was our that was our look at it and they couldn't you know they couldn't get it done um and i said right after the super bowl like month or not right after but you know our first show after the super bowl like that that is definitely on my mind and will be on my mind this off season because here are the chiefs like we've been saying here since the game ended and you've been saying a lot today like they won in a year where they were like they chose to kind of tread water they traded away Tyreek Hill. They didn't monkey around with Mahomes' contract. They, they they let the cap hit be the cap hit. And you could have looked at the year going into it as a, no, it might, might be a just sort of regroup kind of year, and they'll be back for more. Not that they weren't a contender, but it wasn't a go-for-it sort of year. It wasn't a put-your-foot-on-the-gas sort of year for Kansas City. And they won anyway. And that definitely has made me feel since that Super Bowl ended on Sunday night, like 13 seconds is, I don't know, it's its its glowing a little bit in my head. It's growing in its prominence and glowing as I think about it because it's just, it's so prominent right now. And like you had him, you had that guy in his barn, 13 seconds, you're going to the championship game, you're going to host it, and it got away from you. And man, I just... Do not want to be the guy sitting on a bar stool ten years from now, still talking about thirteen seconds. But it's hard to avoid right now. <laughs> You're on your way. Yeah. You're on your way. I remember with that Sabres team. So after 07, they lose to Ottawa. It's very much the same. Like it was what's wrong with them? I know they won the president's trophy. I, I think on the air I was fighting that off. Like, nope. You're still you're still the team to beat. Home ice, all that stuff. Like I I wanted to I certainly wanted to represent that. Why are we afraid? They should be afraid. Um, then it ended, and July 1st creeped up, and then July 1st happened, Briere signs, jury signs. And after that, I still wanted to defend them. Like, that's all right. <laughs> we've, we've got other guys. See these other guys? Like, that's all right. Yeah. And it is 16 years later, and it is not back yet. Like, we are still, imagine, it's the drought. It's like the Bills drought followed that and we're still waiting for it to end huh well that's different i mean that's different for the bills josh allen is set and that's good there was an article today at 538 about kansas city's roster and how they did what they did with mahomes quadrupling i think it was in percentage of their cap by his salary once his new contract this year kicked in. And this is Allen next year. 
exactly the same thing. It isn't going to quadruple. Allen was still already at like 8%, according to Track. Now he'll be at 17 Right. Before any other changes. And I highly doubt that the Bills will be able to do what I'm giving the Chiefs credit for doing with Mahomes' contract last offseason, which was nothing. I think in order to open up room to even manage their offseason, they're going to have to do something. They have to kick some stuff down the road, turn salary into bonus and whatever, stretch it out over the life of a of a reconfigured deal. They're, they're going to have to do that right away here with Allen, I think. I don't think there's any way around it. It's not ideal. No. But that's probably right. They have free agents they want they may want to keep, probably want to keep in a couple cases, but that's going to be hard, as we all know. It's hard to be not not hard, but it's like I guess I'm limited in how specific I'm ready to be about dollars and terms and stuff. And some of that stuff is tough to, you know, make interesting on the radio anyway. But generally, the Chiefs last year in a similar situation traded Tyreek Hill, Tyron Matthew was, if you will, their poyer, and they're like, sorry, we can't accommodate you. You have to go. He goes to New Orleans. I mean, he was great for them. Mm-hmm. And there were other changes, too. Frank Clark in, in his contract, they did. So they have a little bit of these things. They have the restructuring. They have the, sorry, you're a free agent, and we can't even, we don't even need to have a conversation. It's just not going to happen. And... Then you have, as they put it in the 538 article, the pound of flesh, which was Tyreek being traded. Now, what did (laughs) – I'm just going to try this again just because, you know, we're having a conversation. Uh, Miami traded five draft picks for Tyreek Hill. A first, a second, a fourth, and then this year a fourth and a sixth. Five for one. Is there anything the Bills could do that's a guy that's worth maybe not even that much, but a lot? And yes, we want to win. Yes, we think we're great. But these are the choices you have to make beyond just losing the guys who aren't signed already and restructuring deals. And we'll get draft picks and it'll maybe look to some like a step back, but it's really in our best interest. Diggs is, I mean, Tyreek's a wide receiver. I think, I don't know, every we're close to everything about, maybe you do. Like, what happens when you trade a player who's under contract with the cap? Because sometimes I feel like I hear that you're responsible for... It depends on how things are structured and whether things are, are salary or bonus, roster bonus. It, it's complicated. It's like, it, they're not... They all can be different, but I mean, there's not that much variance, you know. I mean, but but it, it depends on what, where that money, how that money was to be allocated, is is how it how it it varies. I think. Okay. Uh, so, um, you know, at some point we should um, talk to Mike Janitti from Spot Track and get a. I botched his name, Mike Janitti, uh, from Spot Track, and get and get sort of the lowdown on on some of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're if you're asking. Who who fits that profile on this year's Bills? Tyreek Hill last year with the Chiefs. You you don't have a very long list at all. It's Diggs. You 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 might want to assert that Miller could be on it. And it, it, this is being said with no knowledge of what sort of 
<laughs> trade protection any of these guys have. Right. And that information is also available, and I, I could find it, but I don't have it at my fingertips. But e- even if you wanted to make Miller available, what is his value coming off another ACL with his contract for a trade? Like, if you wanted to do that, you thought, you know what, that that's a good idea. The dead money is going to kill you. Like, I just think there's no, there's no way around it. So I think on Miller, I should stop before I even get started. I think so. Miller is forty million dead cap, eighteen million cap hit on spot track. Okay. So now, and that might be different if you wanted to release him versus trading him. Right. But all the same, you're still. I think when when you read when a contract gets signed, which Miller you know signed last March with the Bills, it's a six year deal. Year three is the earliest you can get out of it. It's essentially a three year contract. That means to me, if you try to trade or release that player before three years are up, you're getting smashed. So I don't think you can even do it. They just did digs last year. You might even be in the same boat there. Like Hill, the thing with Hill was they did it before they gave him a lucrative extension because they didn't feel Here, like that was smart money. We've already done that with Diggs. Like I maybe there's not even a list on the bills. It's that's right. Tyreek was on a contract that was 3 for 54 that had 1 year left on it. He he was under contract through I believe 22. He went to Miami in the trade and Miami signed him to a new contract that that's like Massive, four years, 120 or something like that. It was like way more. Tyreek's dead money on the Chiefs cap for 22 is 1.45. So whatever that was, yeah. how, how that was structured, the Chiefs did not get dinged at all no. by trading him. That's nothing, yeah. Look, I I don't... I like Mike, and I'm always happy to talk to him. I, I don't want to ask him what it would be if Stefan Diggs. Like, I, I don't even want to. I'm, I'm hesitant enough to even be talking about this now this way. Like, it's just, it's, I think, very unlikely. I just want to sort of raise that something like that might be where the bills end up. And I think as we talk it out, you're probably right in. There might not even be any good candidates for that. Like, yeah. who else are you trading in this way for for three, four, five picks? There's just there's no there's nobody unless it's Stephon Diggs somehow mathematically that works. Yeah. There's no other really real consideration yeah. for that. But you've got the big numbers with Miller. All right, you took your shot, and he's still here. Like that's where you end up is he's going to be on my team. Diggs is like that too, I think, and. Knox, I mean, you gave Knox the big the big contract there, so his his cap number goes up, or his dead cap number goes up, or both. Very interesting. I mean, yeah, we knew right move. away. As soon as they, they lost, we knew this was going to be really, right. really tough. I don't think they have a move in that area that makes sense financially, and I think just regardless of the money, if if you could do something with Diggs that was that made sense. Like that, that that wouldn't ding you with with dead money because of the timing of the extension from last off season. I still don't think there's. I mean, you can make any case you want, but one of the things that buffered the Chiefs doing what they did with Tyreek Hill is the presence of Travis Kelsey. You've got another elite, like best player at his position. You know, he'll be in the argument for the best to ever play the position by the time he's done. 
you still had that guy. What do the Bills have beyond Diggs? I mean, they, they don't. That's why we're, we're looking for more options to add things to the offense. One of the things you might want to try to accomplish here that you might be forced to do is letting guys on defense go, restructuring contracts so you can just find money to add guys to help that side of the ball. So I, I, I don't I just don't I don't think there's there's ground underneath any idea that they could divest themselves of someone as valuable as Hill was last year for the Chiefs. I don't think that player exists on the Bills roster. Man, it's tough it's right now. It's a tough now. spot, man. It's it really a is a spot. tough spot. And and they won despite these realities, these moves. Which, you know, you could look look at that for the Bills as a as a reason for hope. Yeah. Which I think is right to. I mean, I think I think that's right to. What the the Chiefs leaned all the way into partly because they had to and partly because, well, it's not that bad of an idea into Mahomes is our hopes and dreams. Like he's our he's our guy. So we're going to take. We have to do things, and we are going to do these things, and we want to trust it and be hopeful because we have him. And that's Allen here, and you want to lean into Allen the same way. Uh, just you're going to have to, and you, you're, you're hoping. This is not a prediction about Diggs, but really, like in a vacuum. Depending on your circumstances, I mean, he. This is kind of when you trade him. It was kind of when you trade Tyreek Hill a year. This is different for Diggs, but a year to go for for his contract. Mm-hmm. Then you know, free agency in Hill's case, if he doesn't sign, but because of his age, Green Bay and Adams is the same thing that happened. Right, you're never going to get the return that you got unless you do it when you did it. Like another year down the road is just a very could be a very different situation. It makes it. Looking at it now, it makes it, for me, I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't anticipate it last year. Just too good of a player on too good of a team. It was like just not something that ever came up in any coverage or discussion about the NFL is that trade. Right. But then you go, well, he's up next year. He's this age, and they have these cap challenges. Mm -hmm. And what would it be in a trade? And Okay, then it's like sure, let's try it. <laughs> yeah, it was jarring, shocking, whatever, 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 however you want to describe it when it happened. But you know, a little less than a year later, it absolutely makes sense. And that's not just because they won. Like it, ma- it made sense. Like you know, oh, you know, eventually it made sense. But but it just yeah, it came out of absolutely nowhere. You know, yeah. like we were talking about Russell Wilson going somewhere. We were talking about. Not so much about Devontae Adams going somewhere, but Aaron Rodgers going somewhere. Hill was not even a thought. Checking for the date on that trade. March 22nd. March 23rd. All right, well, still a month away. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe something like that will happen around the league. Just something to talk about. Something to give us a reason to redo the power rankings. Here's Ken with us. Hi, Ken. Hi, guys. Yeah, I have two moves that could possibly be done on that list that you said that doesn't exist. Uh, one I would do, one I definitely wouldn't do. Uh, first name comes to mind, Matt Milano. They just signed him to a pretty hefty contract. Um, he's well-renowned around the league. I think he could get you a few picks that are well worth it. Uh, but what would you be giving up? I, I Especially now with Jermaine Edmonds being a free agent, probably at the end of the year, uh, or them not signing him, you know, that – me i wouldn't do but that would be one that could get you if you're going down that path like you said 
And two, Jermaine Edmonds, um, you could franchise him or you could try to work a deal with him and then trade him if you wanted to, uh, which is the move I would probably do only because, and you guys can have your own opinions on it, but I'm not as high on him as a lot of other people are, and there's a lot of other people that have noticed the same thing. Um, for the money that he would command, the missed tackles, the tackles up high, he can't cover. Uh, for that amount of money, I want a guy that's going to make tackles in the backfield, that's going to make the splash plays, that's going to be there. He has a high total amount of tackles that they always try to throw out there, but if you look at it, that's five, six, seven yards down the field. That's not in the backfield. That's not at the line of scrimmage. Um, he tries to tackle guys up high around the shoulders and break tackles. He's not a pure tackler like Matt Milano is. I mean, all you got to do is look to his right or his left, and you see Matt Milano outplaying him on a much friendlier contract than he would command. And he just wouldn't warrant that kind of money to me. I, I think that's all fine. Um, linebackers. What is, a, what is a linebacker worth in a trade? Like, Khalil Mack got traded, and that was pretty good. For the Bears, I mean that's, the second time. That's but that's just even edge. That's just a that's a different player. That's yeah, a different position. No, I know. Um, I'm just like trying yeah. to get there. Like what yeah, would a yeah. what would a well <laughs> the, the the most recent linebacker trade was Roquan Smith from okay. Chicago to Baltimore mid season. Um, and that that was lucrative. And then Baltimore signed him to a monster contract that definitely will have an impact on Tremaine Edmonds's market. Um. I haven't thought about Milano. I don't know what his value would be, um, but I, I, I'm I'm heading into an off season. I would tell you my have to change the subject or change the conversation here. But the caller brought up Edmonds, and he's definitely a part of any conversation. You know, looking at what the Bills are going to do or what they should do this off season. The biggest fear I have about their off season is that McDermott. It is so much – he's – I don't want to say so much power. Like, I, I feel like he gets what he wants. You know, I know Bean's the GM, but McDermott is is the guy. He got here first. He brought Bean here. I just feel like if he wants Edmonds, they will bend over backwards to try to find a way to do it, and I'm just – I'm terrified of that. <laughs> I'm terrified that they are going to do whatever they need to do with, you know, existing contracts – to try to free up room to sign Tremaine Edmonds to a $15 million a year contract. And I just think paying two linebackers. Now, unless they want to do that and divest themselves of Milano, but that doesn't make sense because I agree with the caller. I think Milano's the better player, and his contract is fine. So the move is to just appreciate what Edmonds did for you. He was, I think, you know, they, 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 they like what he does in their defense, and it isn't the sexy stuff like Ken the Caller is referencing. And so, okay, you may like him, Bills, but you cannot pay him market rate to be your middle linebacker. I, I mean, I just cannot imagine investing that kind of money there or even divesting yourself of Milano to do that with Edmonds. I, but I'm, I'm bracing for, like, I, I'm, I'm in the crash position as I'm talking here because I'm, I'm worried that they're going to do it. I'm not, if that helps you feel better. Okay. But, you know, your being worried about that is a good is a take. It's content, hashtag content, and mm-hmm. I'll just say it once. 803-0550 for your calls. The update next, the Sabres and the Ducks, pregame at 9 tonight. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 